see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They've been the all day, but so it's fun. They have each other's bags, and today is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of libraries, where it always starts. The stacks so much more than either of us thought. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Goya, it's second to none. Welcome to episode number 221 of uh, In the Stacks. This is Barry. And LaToya. We are joined today by the Yeti. Uh, <laughs> the Blue Yeti. Yeah, the Blue Yeti. Uh, last week, apparently, I, you know, I don't listen back to the shows. I do. Uh, and apparently it sounded like crap. Yes. Uh, so, this week we're trying it again with the Blue Yeti. You've uh, you've screwed up the settings of my laptop. So I didn't that, screw it up. So I this changed thing works. The, I changed the input mic. Mm-hmm. And you're going to change it back so, afterwards. Sure, if I remember. Yeah, see, that's the problem. <laughs> um, okay, so we've got this thing here. It's uh, it's pretty big. It looks kind of like a, a a robot or something. Yeah, it looks cool, but I guess whatever. Um, so we're recording on a Wednesday instead of a Thursday this week. Yes, and we were supposed to have Joel today, and he totally blew us off. Yeah, so. you know, and I brought stuff for Joel. Mm-hmm. I mean, to, to own. I was giving him things. And because he was and coming, I was here. like, oh, I'm going to go and get some treats for the, you know, for the staff. Donuts and cupcakes. Because I knew he was supposed to be coming, and yeah. that didn't happen. And he was supposed to be setting up Sarah's computer today. But he said he's going to do that remotely? Yeah, that's what he said. Okay. So I guess that maybe it's the computer that's like, do not touch. He might make that one, but I don't know. Yeah, That's what he said. But he said magical IT powers. <laughs> he said he was gonna try and be here before the end of the week. So, yeah. and he did say that you know he knows how I am about sick people and how he'd probably give me. Something. Well, I mean, it's not gonna help him see me because I mean I'm not here <laughs> tomorrow or Friday. So. That's true. Actually, tomorrow morning I'm coming in, and then I'm I'll leave to go where I'm going. And then on Friday, I'm not coming in here right, at all because I'm going to be in Conyers yep. or somewhere for a meeting. Fun times. I know how much you love meetings. Well, actually, you know, I don't really dislike meetings. I dislike meetings that are annoying. Okay. It's like, you know, you dislike people. I don't dislike people. I just dislike annoying people. <laughs> there are plenty of people in the world I, I like just fine. Don't mind seeing them. Uh-huh. And there are people I don't really want to see. Oh, Okay. Um, so library-wise, uh, somebody's cleaning our windows today. Yeah, inside and out. Yeah, I had to give him, uh, the water key because, okay. uh, he brought water with him and, uh, he said that he was cleaning the windows downstairs and he said that the stuff on it was so thick that he was already running out of water. Uh, he said normally he brings enough water to do a whole building. But yeah. He said he thought he was going to have to do all of our windows like three times. That wouldn't be surprising. We've never had. Yeah, them never cleaned. had them cleaned. So uh, he said he wouldn't use much of our water, but he thought he was going to have to tip tap into some other water. That's so fine. That's fine. Yeah. Um, so he's doing that. So pretty soon uh, we'll be able to see out better, and people will be able to see in. I assume it'll be interesting because I mean I've never really noticed you know that. There's yeah, dirt I've heard, I've heard people say our windows were dirty, but I'm like, really? Let's see, I, mean, yeah, I see out fine. I didn't even hear that. So, so yeah. huh, okay. But you avoid people usually. Yeah, that's true. Um. So what else is going on library-wise? Um, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah's back. Um, 
I guess we should, we should have her come say hello with nothing else. But um, Sarah, who used to be on the show frequently, um, mm-hmm. and she's back in time for Easter. Um, so maybe we'll have an Easter special next week or something. But uh, we'll hide eggs in the uh, studio and see if she can find them. There you go. That, that'll that be it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, she is back as our outreach coordinator. So she's going to be out uh, promoting us and pimping us in the community. What else is going on? Uh, Colleen, mm-hmm. our... Uh, Excellent shelver who's been doing a wonderful job uh, is leaving us. Yep, she was. There's no connection between those. Right, two no, things. no, no. Um, she's been with us since January of 2010. Yeah, which around here that's long. is a lifetime. Yeah, because so. we don't really count me or you or Jared or Anne. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's the there's a the, huge gap after me. It there's, used to be the big five. It's, it's just the big four now. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, 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 because Kel is no longer here. Because Anne's been here for 34 years? Something, well, she started in 79. 79, so 33. Okay. And then there's Jared, who's been here um, since 95? Yeah. Yeah. No, this is 94. Really? He's been here since 94, so this is, yeah. this is 18 years for him. Jeez. Is that right? Yeah, 18 years. I mean, years. yeah, I mean, it was the 90s. And then I started in 95. That's how I remember okay. he must be 94, because he was here before me. Yeah. I started in 95, so this is 17 years for me. And then... That's that's hard to believe. Yeah, and then there's the gap after you to yeah. me. Because you're, what, 01? Yes. Okay, so you've been here 11 years. Mm-hmm. And then nobody else has been here for more than, like, six weeks. <laughs> that's not true. It's not, like, six weeks. <laughs> No, no, no. I mean, I think generally speaking, most of our employees... Next is Elaine, right? I think so, yeah. She's been here like six years? Yeah. Well, I think it's Krista six? before Elaine, technically. Yeah. Although, I mean, Krista's come and gone yeah, several yeah. times. But, yeah. But, hmm. yeah, I mean, generally speaking, I consider it a good thing if they last at least a year. Oh, yeah, yeah. If they last two, three years, I mean, It's even better, because we hate to, to have to do the interviews all over again. Yeah. And, oh, well, I mean, your hatred of people oh, really causes you to dislike that so Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so there's some changes going on in that regard. Um, but we're going to miss Colleen a lot, and uh, we're glad to have Sarah back. So, win some, you lose some. <laughs> um, otherwise, going on, what else is going on, library-wise? Um, I don't, I don't know. You do the calendar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm in the midst of getting my stuff ready for, uh, normally I would, I would have until Friday to get all my stuff done, but I'm not going to be here tomorrow or what, yeah. Friday. So I, I'm rushing to get my things in. Uh, they, I always do the, the, the bookmarks. They're done. The slides are done. Now I just have to do, uh, the employee picks poster, which should take like five minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I have to do the uh, movie poster. And, um, then I think I'm done. Because I guess, well, I, I know you today. named the employee of the month early. Yeah, I named them earlier in the month. There so, was uh, Jerry and, and, and Krista. Krista. Okay. Yeah. So I get, do you have both of them on a slide mm-hmm. or something? Oh, okay. Yeah, anytime I have two, it shows how often you pay attention to my slides. That's true. Yeah, I'll, I, instead <laughs> of having one in the middle, I just have two. Yeah. And, yeah so. I guess I, yeah, I must not have noticed. Yeah. It's been a while since you've been employee of the month, though. Yeah. And even I longer keep, since you shared it. Oh, I keep telling myself that it's because you want to make sure that the rest of the staff yeah. is acknowledged. and that, That's true. You know, that's true. That's what I tell myself, even though I'm like... And plus, there know. are some months, though, where, you know, you're yeah. not in the running. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that. But I, as long as I maintain my lead over everybody, I'm okay. Well, I haven't checked. I don't keep up with the numbers, really. Um, Anne was in second place, I don't Yes. Think. Yeah, she, I think she still is. Yeah. But, yeah, I've gotten it a total. Now that, now that Sarah's back, she might start catching on you. Because I think she's won, like, what, mm. twice? I don't know. Yeah. I think I've won it a total of, like, 15 times. So, Is that all? I know. Well, because you... <laughs> I mean, it seems like it was... It, for a while there, though. I know like, when Lily was like here, every I think. month or every It was like every, every month. month. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Those were the days. It was ridiculous. Because I'm the shiznit, so... She was trying to buy you with a some made-up award. <laughs> it's not a made-up award. Well, it was taken from my little employee of the week thing anyway. Yeah, but that was fun. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That was fun. We, we should have employee of the day. <laughs> No, I don't think so. Um, well, I think that's all going on library stuff. So uh, I guess we'll be back doing this again next week. And uh, this is Barry out. out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, what are you presently working on? Speaking of, you know, literacy and stuff. What I know you're always oh, working wise? on something. Yeah. Um, well, uh, the new adventures of uh, Thunder Jim Wade just came out. Right. It came and you're, out, uh, you have a story within that. Yeah, the second story in the book is called The Hellmouth, which is mine. Okay. And, uh, you know, uh, there's only been one review of the, the book so far, but they specifically mentioned my story as one of the standouts, so that was good. Um, and now lately I've been working on the Lazarus Gray novel, um, which, you know, is, is, is kind of weird because, uh, you know, The Adventures of Lazarus Gray came out a few months ago. Mm-hmm. All right. I've written a novel since then, Deep Loca. Right, yeah. I wrote that months ago. Uh, it won't be out until like July, right? Uh, then I wrote two short stories, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm working on a novel. Now those three things probably won't be out until at least 2013. You know, maybe into 2013. Well, I was thinking. So maybe... I feel I feel like I'm like living in this like weird thing yeah. where it's like I'll be telling people, oh, I'm working on such and such. Oh, I can't tell you anything about it because <laughs> it you're like two books behind. Like... Yeah, yeah. Well, the next time you get. The opportunity to be a part of a, you know, I guess a group. Anthology. But, yeah. Um, let me know because maybe that will be my opportunity to, to start, you know, like what I'm working on now could just be a short story for that. And, oh, well, I mean, there are anthologies that are open all the time. Well, just tell me what the next one you're in and if I can get in on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because uh, I know what Pro Se is going to start doing, I think, is um, they're going to just start saying, okay, we're looking for... I'm just throwing some out. Jungle stories. Mm -hmm. And then we're also looking for something else, something else. And instead of having dates on them, they're just going to, you know, let people submit for them. And then when they okay. get enough stories, they'll put that on the schedule. As opposed to the way they've been doing it in the past, which is like, you know, oh, we're going to do a story, set of uh, Thunder Jim Wade stories. Mm -hmm. We need everything in by February 20th, you know, so that we can go blah, blah, blah. You know, they're just going to have like 10 anthologies in the works. Oh, okay. And time. basically people. Right. Whatever gets done first yeah. comes in. And oh, okay. Which is interesting. Mm -hmm. You know. You would think that they would plan for, you know, know when their release schedule is rather than well, writing and then seeing what Well, they'll, what they'll just know, like, oh, first quarter of the year, we're going to have an anthology. Yeah. Second quarter, you know, as opposed to saying hard and fast. Okay. We've got to have Thunder Jim Wade out first quarter, that kind of stuff. Yeah, so I've been working on Lazarus for a while now. Um, the, it's been about two months I've been working on this. And it's it's actually for me really slow going because I'm only like a little over twenty thousand words into it. 
Um, I mean, I've written novels in a month before. And at this rate, it's probably going to take me about six months to write this thing. Jeez. And I don't know why it is because, I mean, it's going smoothly enough. See, but, I should um, just be like in a part of one of your books and, you know, you do whatever and introducing and I could have like a short story stuck in there at the yeah. end. <laughs> yeah, I've had stories yet in the back of mine before. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Yes. <laughs> well, because I mean, what I've are you working on to, then? I guess you're working well, on I'm your. I'm still working on the first pulp um, piece that I'm gonna do. Um, my brother and I were supposed to work on it together because he had taken some notes of the little bit that I'd already written, but we haven't spoken about it yet. Which I mean, I've read. I read that book that he co-wrote. I guess. Yeah. And um, well, I mean, I think he was the. In, you know, he provided the storyline, and the mm-hmm. other person wrote it. Well, I mean, it was an interesting plot, and the uh, the uh, the writing was very good on it. Hmm. I was very disappointed when you said he had allowed himself to be bought, bought out of that particular project. Yeah. And I was like, mm. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think he was kind of getting his feet wet in that process yeah. or something, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't even know if we actually bought a copy of the book. Cause I, I didn't know the book had actually come out. Yeah, it did, but then the it was under a different title. Oh, okay. Like, I know it was t- initially titled Good Monsters or something, yeah. and then it changed, so. Which, I mean, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. It was, it was good. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, because I guess I'm lacking inspiration or creativity <laughs> lately, I was thinking, you know, maybe if someone gives me a storyline, you know, basically a general plot, I could write to that. Wow. Um, well, you know, I've I've got uh, Will Mignot did six pieces of art for me uh, of the Claws of the Rook team, <laughs> and I, I, I wrote a chapter of a story to mm-hmm. go with it, and then I kind of said decide, and you know, honestly, I don't know if I'm going to get back to it or not. But now I've got the six pieces, so you know, if you want the six pieces of art, feel free. <laughs> well, I do want. I told you I wanted to take. I, a, I can, uh, any I, can piece. Gi- I can give you the uh, the you know who the characters are. <laughs> you just come up with an adventure for them. That, well, that's true. I could maybe integrate yeah. it into what I'm doing now because I'm not so far along that I can't. Yeah. Because I, I was looking, I actually told Tommy I was thinking about um, writing up a detailed plot and seeing if I could find somebody just to write the damn thing. You know? <laughs> um, and it's not like I can't do it myself. It's just I have other stuff to do. And, you know, I hate not to do it. I've even got the cover. I've got a cover. <laughs> I've got everything. Well, you should just but set it story. up like you know, <laughs> as far as when you get come up with stories or whatever, put them in a you know, document it and make that list grow. Because you know, like for for me, I have for my articles, basically article oh, ideas. Oh, well, I have to do that in my head. I, yeah, but I, I get to see it yeah. and go and visit and pick what it is that I want to write see, at that time. Yeah, and I can do that in my head though. Okay. Yeah, See, to, to, me, it, you know, to me, to me, even the uh, like outlining and that kind of stuff, it kills any excitement for me. Okay. I mean, what, what, and that's that's why I really haven't plot. I was going to plot out, you know, each chapter to give to somebody, you know, and um, and that might be okay, but I could never write it after doing that because after I plotted it out, then I already know what's going to happen. And yeah. Like, oh, okay, okay. Wow. Um, that's no fun for me. So I mean, you sit there and you write, and it comes to you, and it. It's just fluid. You just type it pretty out much. pretty much. I mean, you know, the novel I'm working on now, I mean, I, I know what the plot is. Yeah. And I know, um, for instance, in the next chapter, uh, two members of the, the team are going to go to Cairo. Mm-hmm. And I kind of know what the villain is there like. 
but you know, it's, just I, a, I don't know specifics of what will happen yeah, when they get there, yeah, but I know yeah. who the villain is. I know they have to go there. They have to get this thing. And then I know that somebody else is going to be going to Boston, and uh, you know that kind of stuff. I mean, I, I have like a map in my head, but the specifics of what happens when they get there, you know, is going to happen. Like uh, in the previous chapter, um, they were going to try and get this hand. They're looking for these body parts that have been scattered across the world. Um, <laughs> okay. Th- these body parts that kind of belong to like this demonic figure. And so they found the hand in the possession of this one guy. And it wasn't until I, I got to that chapter that I realized that, oh, this guy, this lunatic has cut off his own hand and tried to sew on the demon's hand. And then I'm like, oh, what would they do to somebody? And so... And like as, as if it possesses him Yeah, it's like changing and... him and stuff, yeah. And so that was cool. See, I didn't realize he was going to... Cut, you know, sew it onto his own arm until I, I wrote it. Um, and then I killed somebody in the last chapter. I didn't. I thought they were going to be through the whole book, but it turned out they were actually betraying everybody. I didn't know that until I got there either, and I was like, damn. Killed them. Well, see, and that's cool. So, I mean, once you, even though you have the broad strokes right. of what it is, as you're writing it, you, the feeling changes, and so, yeah. yeah, you end up maybe killing somebody that you right. originally hadn't, or... Um, but, yeah. I just, I still need to be... So you can write a Claws of the Rook story. But see, then I would have to, like, read all, <laughs> all that right. stuff to, to know enough background to make it make sense. Well, not necessarily. I mean, you know, I could probably just tell you who they are over, over lunch <laughs> or something. But, um, anyway, so you're, you're working on your, uh, your Union Recorder things also. Yeah, um, yesterday, I have this, the past yeah, month you had, or yeah, so... Yeah, a horribly titled thing you sent me. The same thing that I called last week's show. Yeah, which was the worst title in the history of the show. It's been been doubled up as the worst title of any of your oh, articles. Geez. No, um, it was an article about somewhat a, more, yeah, really the about suckling, Steve Jobs. Suckling pig's feet and apples. No, appling, apple suckling tree, which is a Bob Dylan song. And Bob I don't think Dylan was suckling his... really works in any title. Sure it does. <laughs> like if you're doing... A thing about a cow or something, you could be suckling the teats or something. And then if you titled a story, Suckling the Teats, <laughs> I would tell you that's a horrible title. Yeah. But, you know, I'm trying to do all my UR articles using song names. Um, and and I don't all the write songs, to the song name. I of just all the songs one. that Bob Dylan did. Well, I told you the reason why was because it had Apple in the title. <laughs> Couldn't you have found some other? I mean, and, the, Beatles, the Beatles, their record label was Apple Records. Yeah. Play off that. <laughs> the Beatles were mentioned in your article. Yeah, but I, he loved Dylan more. I mean, I think Beatles were... Was that was like, like his favorite second. song or anything? No. <sighs> <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I've been working on stuff. I've been um, notating some possible subjects that I'm going to write on. I know that I'm going to do a piece on um, phone num- remembering phone numbers, so I'm going to call it 8675309. Mm-hmm. And the fact that nowadays most people don't know phone numbers, they just, oh, it's in my phone. Yeah. And I'm like, I still remember all, like, my parents' phone numbers, their cells, their... They're on home well, phone, and yeah, and most people don't anymore. Yeah. I mean, for 99% of people, I don't know their numbers. It's just in my phone. <laughs> I, mean, I know for, yours. But, I mean, you know, I know mine. Yeah. Because, so, I mean, like, Carrie, Carrie doesn't know her own num- phone number. And to that's me, that's weird. just weird. Yeah, because if you're going mean, to give it out. Own, but she doesn't yeah. give out her own number. <laughs> but if you were going to, yeah. you'd have to be like, oh, hang on, let me check my phone. But she doesn't know her social security number either, and. 
Oh, you know, and stuff like that. And I have to admit, I have not yet memorized Julian's okay. for some reason. I carry a I card with me it, in my wallet. I think part of it um, is because you have not to really use it a yeah. lot. And I think, so. I, you know, how I learned Carrie's was um, after we got married, during that whole process where we were getting the house the first time, mm-hmm. you know, I was constantly having to put our social security numbers yeah. down. And, and, that, and, you know, I learned mine memorized in college because you had to put it on everything. Um, yeah, I don't remember when I learned mine, but it was Yeah, before that, I always had to look it up. But after a little while, I was like, oh, I know. I, I think I knew it in high school. And then, yeah, because there's certain, like I said, with those numbers, I, I try to remember it. Yeah. I still remember my ex-husbands, and we've been divorced for, you know, years. So it's just weird, the things that stick in my head. But I did think it would be interesting to write about that, you know. Yeah. You know, soon enough, people won't even, you know, the number won't even <laughs> matter. It's like... Yeah. yeah, you just put it in the phone and you're done. Yeah. Now, uh, your fiancé is coming back this weekend? Yes, he's supposed to be coming back. He's driving on Friday, um, then staying over somewhere. I still have to find that somewhere. And then he'll be home on Saturday. He can't find his own place? Like, stop somewhere? And... Yeah, no, I want I want to make sure that it's, you know, like, almost halfway between, between and... Um, <laughs> since I might be using, um, like one of my mom's rates, uh-huh. um, yeah, I, it's just easier for me to take care of those things. Doesn't sound like it. No, no, no. I'm just, <laughs> I just hadn't had the time. Yeah, you yeah know. I hadn't had the time to do it because yesterday it was full I mean, it's like 55. He's not can stop. He can stop at a day's in or something Ew. and get a room. No, I'm You're not find, staying there. Yeah, no, I'm going to find somewhere that... <laughs> Has a has free breakfast, not just a little continental. Oh, good Lord. I think it's like courtyards uh. and stuff that do that. But that way he doesn't have to spend additional money to go and buy breakfast. <laughs> We're trying to be, you know, frugal and stuff. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to him coming back home. I say that now, and he said, yeah, you know, a week later you'll be like, okay, get out. But yeah. Um, It'll be interesting. So, well, I just received an interesting email about what? Uh, the thing I had sent to the director's list earlier. And in, in, um, in it, they uh, they say something about uh, say something that you and I mm-hmm. have said. Okay. About certain people. Okay, I mean that could <laughs> that could mean a lot of things, but okay, I think yeah. I, I think I understand. Well, yeah, they they mentioned somebody as uh, basically. Being somebody's little puppet. Oh, okay, okay, got it. Um, let's see what else is going on. Uh, so you, so he'll be here soon. Mm-hmm. And you guys still aren't getting married for another year, right? That's the plan. Okay. I mean, you know that kind of stuff can change, but mm. <laughs> the plan is next year. Uh, we uh, you know, are still making plans for our um, cruise. Yes. And uh, it's completely paid off. We went on the other night to um, to book our shore excursions, but there was really only one uh, that we were really interested in. I think it went, when we go to um, Freeport and those places, we're just going to wander around. Okay. Yeah, we're going to do that in Key West, <clears throat> too, I think. Um, the one we booked was uh, we're going to visit Atlantis, you okay. know, the big resort. I did that. Yeah, I've done that twice. Yeah. Um, we're not doing – they had one that was called like a, a tour – and Atlantis. We're just doing Atlantis. Yeah, because I mean, there. Atlantis alone, just getting there is exhausting. Yeah. You have a lot of walking to do. and yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you that would 
kill you. But normally, it I, seemed like something that Julian would enjoy too, because you know they were like you know a fake Atlantis yeah, and a fake yeah. big. Oh yeah, I think he all would. All that stuff. So and we, we love aquariums. So there's a the big aquarium there. I normally don't do don't book the excursions up front because you know I'm like I don't know how I'll feel the day of. So I will wait until it's. Closer. I mean, I've had, we've seen plenty of short excursions sell out. So. Yeah, I mean, I understand that too, and it's yeah. a risk that I take. But I just don't want to have to force myself. Well, you don't like getting off the boat anyway. Yeah, that's kind of true. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love. I was talking to my mom about it today, this morning actually, about how badly I want to go on another cruise because I said that's the one and only time where, as soon as I step on board work everything else just disappears because mm. i mean obviously from the ship you can't really <laughs> do too much of anything the satellite internet is horrible yeah um so yeah i just forget everything those cell phones and i mean granted that you know i'm always attached to my phone or my ipad during that time it's like you yeah. know not, i mean obviously i would use my ipad to maybe read when i'm going to sleep or something but you can't be reached on the phone. You just yeah. can't be reached. Well, with um, this one's just gonna be five days, four nights for us, which is by far the shortest one. Wow, we've been on since our first one. Um, and you know, and part of it that part of that was just because you know we we carry one to go to Key West. Mm-hmm. So I had to find a cruise that would go to that Key, West in Key West that did not leave from Miami. Because she did oh, not want to go no, all the way to Miami. That's hard. And so there was one. What, what is it? Like Port Canaveral? Yeah. Or, okay. There was one. It was leaving out of Port Canaveral. <laughs> and it was, you know, this date. And so that's where we're going. Got um, it. So, you know, the last one, this will be Julian's second cruise. He went on our Alaskan cruise, which was eight days. Mm-hmm. So it'll be shorter, obviously. And see, I've never been on, like, I would love to do a week long mm-hmm. normally we do like my i think my starter cruise was like a three-day mm-hmm. generally we do four or five yeah my first cruise was a four yeah I, I really want to do a longer one yeah after that first one um we've done seven or eight days every time because yeah i mean by the time with the shorter ones by the time you get settled in and comfortable mm-hmm. okay got to get off the ship yeah. <laughs> so i mean yeah my minimum at this point is four because I'm like, I don't like the three-day ones. That's really too short a period of time. I, and, you know, I actually like... Um, my favorite days are actually the days at sea. Those are my favorite, too. Um, so if you go on a seven- or eight-day one, you, you've got at least two days at sea. Nice. Yeah, I love um, those as well. Or like this one, I don't think we have a day at sea. Wow. Because, you know, we leave on like an afternoon. Yeah. And then we go to Freeport, Nassau, and Key West. I think it's like day, day, day. <laughs> there may be one day at sea, but I don't, I'm not sure. Okay. I think it may be just port, port, port. Well, yeah, I mean, and when you're at sea, the, the shops and all that stuff are open so people can, you know, buy alcohol or whatever. Yeah. When you're in port, they're not, you know, yeah. there's not as many things open on the ship because mm-hmm. they assume everyone's going to. And, yeah, I don't like those as much. Well, and it's going to be kind of weird for us because I, I didn't think about it until just now. I think this is the first cruise we've been on by ourselves. Oh, yeah, because you usually um, go with Usually we go people. with Glenn and Marty. Um, we've gone with bigger groups before. I mean, there's one cruise we went on where my uncle and aunt was there and my parents were there. And <laughs> Usually Glenn and Marty has the, all their family on yeah. there and wow. stuff. Um, but, yeah, this time it's just the three of us. I think so. y'all will like that. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I, it'll be curious because normally we always sit, you know, with our group at dinner. Yeah. So I, I wonder. If oh we'll yeah, be, like, because yeah, with, chances are you'll end yeah, up with, with strangers. On my birthday cruise, it was really nice. Um, you know, my thirtieth birthday, because we ended up at a table with only two other people, mm-hmm. and it wasn't even a four top. I think it was bigger, and they were on their honeymoon. So like we saw them one night and that was it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and they had said they were going to use go do maybe some of the specialty mm-hmm. restaurant type of thing, but you know I also know that you know hey your honeymoon yeah. you're doing other things so. <laughs> well, you know I think it's weird. I mean, because we've traveled with people before who didn't really didn't go to the dinners at all. I mean, they <clears throat> were going to the casino. Yeah. So they were you know they're just eating from the buffets and stuff. And it's like, no, I mean, this is part of what I paid for. Yeah, we always do the dinners. Always. We've never missed a dinner. Yeah, we gauge when we have lunch because we're like, we're eating dinner. We're going to go. And normally we do, I think it's... Is it the first seating? I think it's usually we always the first, do first seating. seating. So that you then can we can see, see the, the show. Shows. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then, you know, this time around, uh, we'll probably do what we did last time where we put Julian in... Um, Camp Carnival. Oh, okay. After like the show, sometimes we'll take him to the show. We did a couple times last time, depending on what it was, you know, because um, some shows, you know, he's not interested. In. Um, and then while he's at Camp Carnival, they'll keep him up to like two in the morning. So we'll sometimes go to like the midnight comedy or something. Yeah, I know so. that the the last time I went on a cruise with the family, Sasha came and she was still very young because mm-hmm. she's just now two. And my mom was like, never again. You know, it was just, she was too young because, like, Anthony and Elise didn't really have much time to do anything because they always had to tow her along. And she was too young to go into, you know, Royal Caribbean's version of of whatever. So, yeah. But it's it's all good. I'm, I had hoped, like, my ideal, like, wedding thing, because I don't want to do, like, a ceremony and stuff, was to basically just go get married at the Justice of Peace, and then go on a cruise. But Kenrick's passport is expired. <laughs> so. You know, I would prefer if you guys got married on a cruise, and if I'm going to be part of the wedding party, you would pay for me to go. Yeah, because that's how that works. I mean, you know, well, let's be honest. You have a lot of debt. Yes. He has really some debt, too. Yes. Okay, so it's not going to hurt, you know? <laughs> Just go ahead and go whole hog. No. No. But yeah, I mean, when Anthony and Luis initially talked about getting married, they were going to do a cruise. Because I think you have to basically get married on it. off the ship or something. Oh, really? I um, thought the captain could do it. Yeah, you have to do it um, in Florida or whatever, where it is, wherever it is that you're going. And then you would do the honeymoon, whatever, afterwards. But yeah, I don't yeah. think they can do it. Well, maybe they do actually do do it on the boat, but it has to be in dock or something when they do oh, okay. it. It's just kind of some weird stuff. I don't know if it's because of territory. Maybe be, be legal in certain yeah. places or yeah. something. Yeah, say that you're actually in Florida yeah. and not at sea. It's like, where did you get married? Oh, in the ocean? Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I think, you know, you and you and uh, Kendrick should just have, like, some some common law marriage. No. Or... <laughs> No, it's funny. My grandmother, and she said, oh, don't tell anybody. But I guess I'll say it on the show because no one's listening. But, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, she was like, you know, she's, of course, very religious. So she said that we should just go get married and not tell anyone for a while. because Which is what I, I threatened, well, I accused you of. Yeah. 
Um, and she said, you know, obviously because it's better to not live in sin. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, <laughs> we're living in sin before, but you um, should have said, "Say, Grandma, even after we're married, we're gonna be." Sick. <laughs> but I mean, I know that's important <laughs> to her, but I don't think I have the heart to just yeah. go and not. Say, I, I don't know. I think I, I would. I fear the wrath of my mom, you know, and her impression of me for just doing that because she would be the one to say that it was inappropriate and that you, you know, should include the family and that kind of thing. So I don't know if I'll do an elopement, but I might do... You could, if, when your mom says that, say, Mom, I told you three weeks ago. Yeah. It's like, you, you were did, working. You, you were working. Yeah. <laughs> missed it. Yeah. Everybody else was there. Yep, that's it. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I haven't been giving too, too much thought to, like, the date. It's yeah. just like, okay, whatever. Are well, you going to wear white? No. Should I be wearing white? No. I mean, you know, I, I agree, though, with what they said in uh, Bull Durham. You know, where, where you know, the, the girl, the kind of trampy girl says to uh, Susan Sarandon's character, she says, you know, do you think I deserve to wear white? And Susan Sarandon's character looks at her and says, honey, on our wedding day, we all deserve to wear white. <laughs> I guess. But I mean, since we're going to go to the Justice of the Peace, I guess I don't really think of... A nice dress. If you yeah. Want. I, it doesn't I have to have a train and... You no, know, heck no. <laughs> some little kid throwing flowers, but... Yeah. I don't know. Again, I have not. I wouldn't get married in a t-shirt and jeans. I mean, well, no, no, no. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess a nice outfit or something. But I don't want it to be one of those that you only wear once and never wear again. I've always hated that. What? It's a special thing, you know. I guess yeah. I don't. I don't know. But we'll see what happens. Uh, and I can't decide where we're gonna actually get married. The reason being, okay, this is kind of weird, but I got married in Conyers the first time. Okay. I got divorced in Baldwin County. <laughs> okay. And Kay got his divorce finalized in Putnam County. So, you know, I'm like, I don't, it don't. just feels, yeah, I was like, I don't think I want to reuse any of the counties yeah. that, I've, that we've already done. So, I, I don't know. Well, y'all just show up at like two in the afternoon and get married in our front yard. And uh, <laughs> that's that. You, you can officiate it. You yeah, get yeah, ordained yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, you, I know you already registered. Um, as we said on a, the In the Stacks uh, Facebook page yesterday, you guys are registered at this one oh website. Oh, my gosh. Um, where they sell... Um, chicken and waffles. Chicken and waffles syrup. Yeah. Now, it's not actually to go on your waffles or even your chicken. Because that would have been actually kind of cool. flavored. That you put in drinks. Right, like lattes or whatever. <laughs> Um, I just, I don't understand that. And it's not available yet, you said. Yeah, it comes out in April. It's when they start selling it. But they already sell uh, bacon-flavored syrup. So you can make your drinks. But not real syrup. Oh, well, I guess, yeah, it's, it is a syrup. It I'm is not, a syrup, yeah. yeah. But that's just, ugh, ugh, no. He's calling you. Hey, can doesn't I? he know what time this is? This is berry time. But it's, 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 um, Wednesday. Hey, Kenner. <laughs> yeah, we're we're recording we're recording the show. This is so like bootleg. We're just <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I picked up the phone. I said, doesn't he know what time it is? This is Barry time. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Here she is. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, it's Barry time. So I, I'll call you back in a few minutes then. <laughs> Alright? Okay. Huh? Okay, thanks. Bye, baby. Bye. (laughs) 
okay. He said to have fun. So. Well, what's going on on uh, Latoya's people in a minute? I saw something yesterday that very much disturbed me on people. <laughs> and it takes a lot to disturb me. Okay. Maybe I, didn't, I, maybe I haven't looked at people lately because I didn't see anything disturbing last time I looked. Oh, yeah, the Octomom. Yes. Yeah, I, I heard about that. I was like, and but the picture itself, I'm like, ew. I mean, yeah, it's just. Well, she's not a good looking woman. No, she's not. She absolutely yeah. isn't. So, so the woman who gave birth to uh, the Octuplets <laughs> yes. has uh, decided that in order to pay the rent, she needs to take her top off. Now, I've seen a number of pictures, though, and, you, and she's, she's covered topless mm -hmm. in all of them. So surely she couldn't have made much money. I guess not. I mean, I would think if you're going to be paid money for being naked, you got to at least go full Monty. Yeah, it says that she posed topless for the UK magazine Closer. Yeah, I don't know that makes it. At least get yeah. a quarter topless. I don't know. Or quarter naked. Or... No, I mean, someone like her doesn't need to go naked at all. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just, that's nasty. Yeah. Um, there really hasn't been too much on people that has caught my interest lately. Another thing is the transgender beauty queen contestant. <laughs> I saw the headline, but I didn't yeah. what it. Yeah. What happened in this situation is... You know, she ultimately lied on her, her application material because with the Miss Universe pageant, it states in the, in the rules that you have to be a naturally, you know, natural-born female. Oh. Um, I didn't realize it actually stated. Yeah, apparently, word. the stuff that I've been reading. And I'm like... Well, in that case, then, I mean, she... She has she no lied. case. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so I know that it's, you know, a lot of people are supporting mm -hmm. her as far as the gay lesbian um well, community I mean, I, but i'm I, like i support if she wants to try and get the role change yes but i yeah i do not support her making a big deal over the fact that they kicked her out it's yeah. like well what did you expect yeah so that's that's also been in there she's not a very pretty woman i haven't even looked at her i don't think yeah i mean she definitely she looks odd to me it's like a guy because it's kind of gangly and yeah yeah, some of her cheeks look kind of weird. Yes, but so that's certainly been um, something of note. And then, of course, Kim Kardashian got flowered. Yeah, <laughs> and they she still hasn't decided as to whether or not she's going to press charges. And no, um, I guess Peta is supporting the person. Yeah, and so um, Chloe, Chloe decided. Off. Yeah, because she was a part of their campaign. Um, decided that she didn't want to be involved. Well, why is PETA supporting them? Does Kim wear fur or something? That's what I was wondering because in the picture that I saw, it didn't look like she had any fur on. But who knows? I mean, it, it <laughs> just so, seems really... so naughty. Yeah. Well, there's a picture of Kim. She had no fur on. <laughs> it was all bare. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's, that was pretty much all I wanted European to... looking. <laughs> that's all I really wanted to... To talk about. Well, you know, uh, this Sunday is uh, Game of Thrones. Yes. Oh, yeah. I saw I watched, that commercial uh, last night. I watched a trailer and last I, night. Yes. And yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Because, you know, we'd been waiting so long, I'd yeah. actually forgotten Derek about Ferguson, um, who normally I agree with on things, mm -hmm. uh, posted, you know, his disdain for Game of Thrones. Really? And he tried to watch three episodes, and all of them, you know, cured his insomnia. Um, he thinks that Spartacus is a, a much better show. Yeah, and see, I've seen a couple episodes of I've that. I've seen Spartacus, and it's okay. Mm -hmm. 
But um, I think Game Game of Thrones is great. Like by Game the Thrones third episode, I was yeah, I was hooked because you suggested that I watch, and I was like, oh, I give a, I'll give it a try. And so at the time that I picked it up, I think um, they had already shown the first one, and they were going to show the second. So I recorded mm-hmm. them both and started watching it. And so yeah, by episode two, I was like, yeah, this is really good. Yeah. So I'm curious to see how it unfolds. Obviously. I don't have the benefit of having read the books, so I don't know, and I'm not seeking out information on who gets killed or what really happens. But, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward. Given to how it. each book is worse than the one before, <laughs> I do hope they start veering away into oh, okay. just original territory at some point. <laughs> um, they've also started uh, showing some trailers for True Blood, which comes back in I think. June. Yeah, I haven't seen those. Man, that show is so good. And they, that last season's final episode—I mean, the last ten minutes—I told you they. They killed like three or four people. They brought some other people back. I mean, the last 10 minutes was one WTF after the other. <laughs> I mean, because Carrie and I were sitting there going, whoa, did they just... And then the next thing would happen, we were like, Jesus. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was just... So I'm curious where they go yeah, from think, there. Well, I mean, I think I... Well, I watched two shows on HBO, I think. Game of Thrones and The Borgias. Mm-hmm. Um, is the Borgia still on? Yeah, it's, they're about to start their second oh, season okay. as well. Oh, you heard they canceled their show Lucky? Luck. Luck. Yeah, because that one, I, I just heard about it yesterday on Tosh. Yeah, they, kept, <laughs> kept, they kept killing horses. But, Three of them died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, you know, before it came on, I'd heard about it, and I heard it was going to have Dustin Hoffman. Yes. And so I was curious, and then somehow I missed it starting. I did too, yeah. Because I didn't hear anything about it until I heard, you know, oh, another horse died. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, there I was, didn't even realize the show was on. There were several people on the cast that are big-name people in television. Yeah. There was, of course, a Law & Order connection in there, too. Um, but, yeah, I, I didn't watch it. I mean, I think I saw, I was flipping through, and there was an episode on at the time. Yeah, I saw there was an episode on last night. Yeah. But, of course, it's been canceled now. Why would I start watching it? <laughs> But, uh, I mean, the, the idea of Dustin Hoffman being on a series intrigued me. Yes. Although the premise, did, I don't care anything about horse racing, believe me. Yeah, I was like, it so. would have been more interesting if it was just general, like, gambling, like, casino-type yeah. gambling yeah, or something. Yeah, because seeing him in something that was like an organized crime kind of thing would yeah. be interesting. But, yeah, yeah, the horse thing, I, I think, actually, that was what maybe dissuaded me from watching. And, yeah, yeah, I mean, I had the opportunity to set it on the DVR, and I just didn't. Mm. So. Well... Anything else for your in a minute? No. Okay. I don't think so. Um, I for my Barry's Comics Corner mm-hmm. thing, I have Saucer County number one. Um, now this is a Vertigo release. Uh, Vertigo's recently released several new books. This one's written by Paul Cornell, um, who I had read previously on a couple of things, Stormwatch and Demon Knights and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this one's written by Paul Cornell, drawn by Ryan Kelly. It is a Vertigo book, so that means it's a l- little more mature. Uh, it's not a superhero book. Okay. Um, it's about uh, the governor of, I believe she's the governor of Arizona. And uh, her name is Arcadia Alvarado. She's uh, Hispanic, and she's a divorcee. Um, and she's gearing up to run for president. And so there's a political angle to the story because, you know, she hires, you know, um, an advisor to help, you know, prep her for this. Mm -hmm. And she's about to make her speech declaring her candidacy and so forth. And there's also, though, another side to the story. 
Okay. Um, and all begins, this is already, in fact, all that is in this one comic. Issue. Okay. Yeah. Uh, when it begins, in fact, she and her ex-husband are in a car in the middle of the desert, and she wakes up from a, a scary dream. And there are people there, you know, who are like, Governor, you haven't been answering your phone. You know, we haven't been able to find you for hours and so forth. And from there, it kind of gets all into the political stuff. There's a, a little subplot with this guy who's a professor who's being um, put on uh, leave without pay because mm -hmm. he's written a book about UFOs and they think it doesn't reflect well in the university. And he's seeing little people that nobody else can see. And our governor character continues to have weird dreams and nightmares until finally um, she they begin to be, be a little more clear. And apparently during that missing time, she was abducted by aliens. Okay. And she believes that they're going to invade us. And so she declares her candidacy for president and then pulls you know, one of her advisors aside who is looking at her as if she's obviously insane right? and, and so, says, you know, I have to become president. I have to do something about this. We're being invaded. And that's how the issue ends. Um, the story is very good. It was um, very entertaining. Park Cornell is a very good writer. Um, the artwork is solid. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it tells the story well. I like the paper. I know you don't care for that type of... Yeah. It tells the story well. It's standard. DC paper, you know. It's not the, the, the better paper they used on Ferris number one, which <laughs> Ferris number two, I think, comes out either this week or next week. I forget. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, I think it's next week. But uh, it was very good. I enjoyed it. Um, it sets up a lot of interesting mysteries. I'm curious to see where they go. It is an ongoing so I'm I was curious. about to say, I was, I'm like, is this a limited? Yeah, no, it's an ongoing. So I'm curious to see how, how long they can keep this up and where they go with it. I mean, the, the premise feels made for like a miniseries. Yeah, I was about to say, when you were saying this kind but, of yeah. stuff, I was like, that's almost like a 24-ish, yeah. you know. But yeah. Yeah, so I'm curious. Uh, I enjoyed it. I mean, I'm definitely going to come back for, you know, a second issue. Um yeah, I mean, just based on what you're saying, I'm actually curious to, yeah. to and, read it. And again, like I said, it's, it's Vertigo, so it's a little more adult. Mm -hmm. um, though there's not, like, nudity or anything like that in it. But not it's just, yet. Just in terms of the presentation of the story and that kind of thing. Um, but it's very good. Um, well, no, I guess some of it reminds me of Palin. That must be it, too. Why, because she's because, a woman? Well, no, she's a woman, and didn't you say that she was the one... Did she see aliens or something, or was it somebody else? Uh, I'm not familiar with Palin. I haven't seen aliens. Well, no, but I'm just saying the fact that you were saying it's kind of out there. People think that she would be crazy. Oh yeah. To you know, of course, with oh, Palin, yeah. crazy. Or, yeah. Female politician. Yeah. So that's that was yeah. that's why I made that. I don't, I don't recall if they actually say whether our main character is a Democrat. I think they do though, because or at least they imply she's not. Republican, because it seems like they make some reference, like the advisor she hires is actually a Republican advisor, um, but they hire her so they know what the other side will be saying. Oh, okay. And how they'll go after so her. So it would likely be um, Democrat, yeah. not um, Libertarian or anything. Yeah, I mean, I suppose she might be independent or something, <laughs> but she's definitely not a Republican. Um, but yes, three ninety nine comes from Vertigo. Um, first issue is dated May 2012. It is suggested for mature readers. Mm -hmm. 
But, you know, in terms of the story, I'd give it a 4 out of 5. I mean, it's a lot of setup. I mean, they don't really answer anything in this issue. But um, I'd give it a 4 out of 5. Main character is interesting. Art-wise, I'd give it a 3 out of 5. It's solid. Mm -hmm. Nothing wowed me. Nothing upset me. And you did bring it in its bag, so that was yeah, a good sign. That's true. <laughs> um, so combine that up, I guess it's like a three and a half mm -hmm. out of five. Um, and that's a solid opening, you know. I'm, I'm curious as to whether or not, you know, when they reach issue 13 or so, if, if I will straight? feel oh. like they're stretching it or, or what. You know, can they keep this kind of mystery going for me? Well, I mean, I suppose um, it could be interesting, especially if they evolved and, like, if she got um, elected or something, what transpires during that period. So yeah. they could always create adventures or whatever during that. But hopefully they'll kind of, in some ways, drag out the, you know, initial well, she, period. Well, and since she's just declaring her candidacy, I suppose if they wanted, I mean, they could go through the go entire through the campaign, the campaign, campaign trail. Yeah. yeah, you know, whether she wins or not. Um, what occurs you know, what right. kinds of things happen. So, I mean, you could do political stories. Mm -hmm. um, but I, mean, I imagine well, she's It's gonna... not so much political stories, but the fact that that drives the other things that are happening, right. you can use that as your pivot point. Yeah. Say, okay, well, she's on the campaign trail. What what all's happening? Right. So, it was a good issue. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Something a little different. <laughs> <sighs> okay, I don't know this this episode. <laughs> this episode felt like feels kind of mellow. Yeah, I wouldn't say forced, but it's just like uh, it's not our usual day. No, so maybe that's what there's this thing out. sitting in between us. Yeah, <laughs> but and maybe it's just because of the weather had been initially dreary. I know the sun came out for a little while. That's true. So, where are you going to get Sarah? I th yeah see. Oh, we're about to come in there. Okay. Oh, I had actually completely forgotten about the meeting. So, yeah, I guess we're having we can... a meeting, so we're going to have to start wrapping this up. Okay. We will. Was the uh... meeting supposed to start at 11? Mm -hmm. Jeez. Because, yeah, I'd heard discussion in there, but I didn't think too much about yeah, it. We could bring them on, put them on the show, I guess. But... Yeah, no. Um, yeah, we're going <laughs> to uh, log off now. Latoya's going to fix my settings, and we're going to run through you, a meeting. You hope Latoya's going to fix your settings. Yeah. Anyway, this is uh, Barry out. Latoya out. Maybe our shortest full-length episode ever. Maybe. Bye.